Now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? Welcome, you're listening to the Now What Society, a weekly podcast dedicated to women who want to explore their edge, seek more, and laugh at their mistakes, all while choosing an alcohol-free life. We're glad you're here. We'd love to have you. Let's get into this week's episode. Boom. (laughs) Spray time. Oh, that's so wonderful. Every time, never changes. Mm -hmm. Mm. Oh. So good to be here. What have you been doing? What have I been doing? Yes. I've been doing a lot of creating. Oh, I like it. Building out more. Building out websites. I love, I never, okay, let me back up here. My dad is very creative mm-hmm. and I never thought I was all that creative. Although mm-hmm. here's a fun, fun thing. My mom, yeah. I saw my mom this past weekend and she gave me my grade seven report card. Okay. And I was reading it on the bottom. The teacher said that I have real, a good like eye for art. And I was very artistic and very creative. And as I grew up, Mm -hmm. I kind of let go of all that kind of stuff. And so now I'm getting back into that creativity. I'm tapping into it and I realize how much I love it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've been doing. I've been kind of really trying to tap into that side of myself and create stuff. And I love it. It's that natural, that inherent you. Yes. Yes. You find yourself in flow. Oh yeah. Bingo. Yeah. When I'm creating, Mm -hmm. it's like I go into this rain man state (laughs) where I'm just I have the music on because Mm -hmm. I love music. We were talking Mm -hmm. about that last episode and I just go and I can lose track of time. Like I could do that for hours, but now that I have better boundaries, yep, I could stop. That's great. Yeah. What about you? Uh, What have I been doing? Yeah. Well, getting healthy. Yeah, you have. That's, you know, priority one. Mm -hmm. Uh, taking care of the dog situation mm-hmm. priority number two right now uh planning our you know field trips for the year mm-hmm. and excursions for all the lovely ladies and really kind of looking at you know travel and fun i love it Me i too. love planning fun things i know it's so great Mm-hmm. Uh, so those, those have been my, uh, things that I've been doing lately. Yeah. Keeping it simple. I'm glad you're feeling better. Oh my God. Me too. Thanks. <laughs> That's rough. It was, I went through that right before you. Yeah. So I know. Yeah. Super grateful. Me too. I'm hanging out with you. You're my friend Tamar Medford. And I'm hanging out with you, Lane Kennedy. And you, my friend, are hanging out with us. This is the Now What Society. Thanks for being here. 
If you like this show, or if you're here for the first time, welcome. We'd love a five-star review, or it's even better if you share it with your friends. We have no marketing budget at all. Uh, so, uh, everything here is, you know, like organic, Mm -hmm. organic search. Uh, so share the episodes. Uh, we're here just sharing experience and strategies. And this 12 week series is all about, uh, alcohol-free living, sobriety, Mm -hmm. living in recovery, uh, whatever that may look like for you. And today, tomorrow, what are we talking about? We are talking about creating a sobriety toolkit. So really just like strategies for coping with urges and staying on track, which staying on track, that Mm -hmm. has been something, you know, like if I was the train, it, it gets derailed sometimes because life happens. It's almost like something just goes right in front of that train. And it's like, Mm -hmm. what happened? You got to stay on track. You got to stay on track. And I mean, it's possible to go slightly off track, but bring yourself back right away and not Mm -hmm. do the, well, I'll start next week. Yeah. I like this idea of coping, coping strategies for coping with the urges. Yeah. Because there's so many different urges that occur. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, I'm in long-term recovery. So it's like the urge to uh, be a jackass, right? The urge to mouth off. I get super mouthy. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I don't need to be mouthy. So I like this. I like the uh, title, creating a sobriety toolkit. What's the first thing in your toolkit, Tamar? Call someone. (laughs) That's so easy. It's so simple, but yet so hard. Mm -hmm. And especially hard. It's so hard. Okay. I can only speak from my experience, but when I was young, Mm -hmm. 11 years ago, I always thought that if I reached out to somebody that I was being a burden, which is quite Mm. selfish, actually, if you think about it, but I would be like, well, they don't have time. You Mm -hmm. know, I know, you know, my first mentor, she was helping everybody. And then she took me on and, you know, she was driving me around and spending lots of time. And so anytime I would want to reach out, I'd be like, ah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't bother her. She's got too much going on. And it wasn't until she actually told me that that was a great thing, because most of the time she was busy thinking about work, about her kids. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. it was a nice break for her Mm -hmm. when somebody called and said, hey, I need some help. Because that actually leads into one of my other coping tools, right, which is helping, but call. Calling. And it takes you out of being so self-centered. Yeah. Right. The disease of alcoholism is all about the self-centeredness right? You're thinking about yourself all the time. <laughs> yes. Right. Going back to what we talked or I talked about a little bit last week around the, the mental illness mm-hmm. that we all suffer from as you know, this addiction evolves. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, calling somebody, call somebody for 500, please right now. <laughs> Let's do it because you never know that phone call could actually change somebody's life. Yeah, good. Have you ever been on that call where you've called somebody and they've been like, I was just about to drink or I was just about to X, Y, Z? Yep. Yep. Me too. Isn't that wild? Mm-hmm. Here I am in my total crap pot and I'm calling her and she's like, oh, I was just going to go X, Y, Z with somebody else. And I'm a married woman. I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what? 
Tapping into your G-O-D. So cool when that happens. It is so cool. Yeah, because not only do you like have a huge effect on someone else, but yeah, Yeah. like my perception changed in that moment. I was like, Mm -hmm. my life is not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And I think, you know, call it reaching out to somebody also means that you're willing to be open-minded mm-hmm. and to st- stay curious about things, right? Because I think the older we get, the more st- we get in our habits and they're harder to break. And we want to get out that of that rigid, that rigid mindset, right? Yeah. Like- yeah, exactly. So when we reach out to somebody, it's like, mm-hmm. let's hear what they have to say. Real quick, before we begin, we have a super exciting announcement. Dolane. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, we've collected, as you know, a lot of data points over the past 30 year, 36 years of recovery about creativity, relationships, living on purpose, and living a freaking fulfilling life. We now have a curated space, a program just for you, my friend. You're sober now, what? We created this for you. We have a flexible program. You can pay monthly, drop in. And right now we're running a special. That's why this is so exciting. Until March 24th, you can get in at $39 a month. Tomorrow, $39 a month. You can't beat that. I mean, you get our coaching, you get the community, the bi-weekly sessions with us. And of course you get special practices, meditation, and a whole lot of other tools. So head on over and join us at join.nowwhatsociety.com and you'll see right there, you're sober, now what? We'll see you inside. So important. Yep, so important. I love getting phone calls. I love when my phone rings. Mm-hmm. Ringy, dingy, dingy. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> I have this phone list. It's like, I don't know, 1,500 people on it, right? Huh. And- the other day I was looking at it and I was like, I just going to start calling people. I'm just going to start calling. Just, I'm going to do 10 a day, you know? Nice. Oh, it's my, it's one of my goals for this year mm-hmm. is to get through. So yeah, that's a great part of my sobriety toolkit as well. Yeah. Picking up the phone. Yeah. And then on the flip side of that is when you get that phone call, mm-hmm. being of service. Yeah. Right. Cause I mean, there were times before early on when I was like, oh, I don't really don't want to take this call. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it takes you out of self. Yep. Self centeredness is evil. It is evil. Yeah. What about you, Lane? Uh, sobriety toolkit. Sobriety toolkit. Okay. So call a friend. People are honking outside. <laughs> call a friend for 500. Uh, sobriety toolkit for me, number two is well, meditation. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of, if I'm blocked or if I'm like not knowing what to do with my life, I have an urge to tear it all down. Right. So again, it's not so much about like, I'm going to go get a bottle. It's about, I'm just going to mess this stuff up. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to pull this shit down. Uh, <laughs> I now immediately go into a meditative practice Mm -hmm. uh, just to put the pause, put the hard break on so I don't tear it all down. Mm -hmm. 
but it, it took me a long time to understand that. So maybe I should come up with something else, a different strategy. Okay. Go on to yours. I'm going to think some more. One of my, perhaps think about, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. One of my other ones is journaling. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was another one. I'd be like, oh, I don't really want to do this. I don't really have the time, but mm-hmm. actually putting pen to paper. And I, because I'm so digital, I went from pen to paper. I have a ton of journals that are probably halfway through. Mm-hmm. And then I would always go to digital because I thought, well, how can I save myself some time? Well, guess what? I can pull out my phone and do a, a you know, a digital journal, but getting back to that pen to paper yeah. has helped me tremendously. So if I, you know, am feeling these urges and for me now it's more food related. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's okay. What am I, what do I want to avoid feeling? Mm-hmm. Right. What's going on in me here? Let's journal it out. Cause oftentimes when I write, it's clear as day. <laughs> yeah. It's always clear as day. Uh-huh. But again, it might take a couple of minutes to get there. Yeah. But then it becomes super clear. And then there's the willingness to just look at that and read it and go, oh. One of the other cool things I have done before, which ha- have you heard of the artist way? Mm-hmm. I'm sure mm-hmm. you have. So they make you do the daily journaling. Mm-hmm. I forget what they're called, but you have to write morning in cur- pages, morning pages, which you have to write in cursive mm-hmm. three pages. The first time I tried it, it took me a long time because I'm like, wow, I here we're really going back. Like I just don't use cursive anymore, but doing that for 30 mm-hmm. days straight and forcing myself to do those three pages and get everything out that was, that was pretty life-changing. Pen to paper. So important. Pen to paper. Yeah. Yeah. That's still a part of my life. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's such a great coping strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a huge fan of changing your environment. So I- I'm not saying pack up your stuff and move. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that would be called a <laughs> geographic. No, what I'm saying is like, get out of the house, get in your car, go to the coffee shop, right? Because we're, we're talking about, you know, the toolkit and sometimes you're in your house or you have such a rhythm and a routine that you walk by the bar every day on your way home or something, right? So going a different direction, getting out of your house, walking down the street, um, that is a great strategy to cope with that urge to drink, use, hurt yourself or somebody else. Like there's something magical about air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> good old fashioned air outside, like the change of temperature can mm-hmm. sometimes hit me and I'll be like, Oh, wow, this is really great. So that's a continuing. I just, yeah, I use that strategy all the time. Get mm-hmm. the dogs go out now and even going out into nature mm-hmm. I mean I think that has we live in a very wooded area just just outside the city so it's nice because when we go out you get that like oh it's the trees mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and just the smells and so you talked about meditation I think for those who Maybe they're like, ah, I can't do the med- meditation. Yep. Yep. Or early on, I would just go outside and go for a walk yep. and focus on what I heard. 
the sounds of kids playing, the sounds of leaves, like wind. I would actually walk and listen to the sounds. So if you have nature close by you, (laughs) because not everybody does, but if you do, I mean, that's a great way to go out and meditate. And if you join my class, ding, 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 winter chicken dinner, uh, you'll (laughs) learn about this eight weeks. Yeah, it's eight weeks and you can just rotate through it. And we, this is one of the topics that I touch on. Mm -hmm. What do you hear furthest from you and closest to you? Mm -hmm. It's pretty magical stuff. Uh, I love that. I love nature big fan. And I have one more I want to add there. Add it. Unless you have one. No, go, go. G-O-D. Oh yeah. Well, that's a no brainer. Well, no, it's not a no brainer though. Cause yeah, no, it's not a no brainer. Go, go. And it's something that I was really resistant to yep. in the yep. early days. Cause I'm like, no, if that's what it, you know, if, if God was what I've learned back in the day when I was mm-hmm. younger, I'm mm-hmm. not having it. And you know, so whatever you want to call it, spirit, energy, universe, mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. tapping into that higher power mm-hmm. can help you cope. Because when I learned how to do that, all of a sudden, I never felt alone. Or lonely, I should say, even when I was alone. Because I knew that my needs would be met. It was at that point where I'm like, okay, you know, something else out there has my back. And That was reinforced by thinking, hey, I'm still alive today (laughs) because if I look back, I, it still blows my mind how I made it through those 22 years. Mm -hmm. So something's kept me here for a reason, Mm -hmm. you know, and whatever that looks like to you being able to tap into that. And it gives you that intuition, right? Which allows you to cope. It allows you to stay on track. Yeah. We want you to stay on track. Can you tell? Um, I'm going to add uh, being nourished. Yes. Here with this, because I think a lot of times as uh, people in recovery, you know, we go through these, I'm going to eat really great. And then we don't eat really great. And we go on these health binges. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to work out and I'm going to be, it's going to be great. And then we stop. Uh, And so our, our bodies need to be nourished. So making sure that we have the nourishment every single day. And I'm not a big fan of the, the bars, right? Like that's not, but if that's all you can get in for your protein and your calcium, mm-hmm. eat the bars, right? That's not going to be every meal, but making sure that you have enough protein in your body to sustain you because I'm going to just bring it back to DNA right here, right now, (laughs) is that your body is this walking chemical factory. And if you don't have the nutrients in it, you're going to have urges and you are not going to stay on track and you will use anything. The body, the innate intelligence of the body is so powerful Mm -hmm. and it is going to get what it needs no matter what. Mm -hmm. So making sure that you have that protein, that calcium, uh, the folate, uh, H2O, good old fashioned H2O Tamar, mm-hmm. right? Dehydration. Right we're here. like, wh- wh- why is my skin like that? Why am I craving sugar? It's because you're dehydrated. So strategy, uh, sobriety toolkit, nourishment, mm-hmm. bingo. So oh. important. Yep. 
Those are great strategies. I'm trying to think if I have anything else. Friends, community, mm-hmm. saying no. And in terms of reaching out to people, letting people know that you're going through something yeah, so that, you know, you can have that accountability. That was big for me was mm-hmm. being able to, because, you know, they say the saying, you're only as sick as your secrets. When we tell people what's going on in our lives, we have that accountability, right? I mean, if I'm going through one of those food, I will reach out and say, Hey, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going through right now. Like I need some help. Will you help me be accountable? so important right don't be afraid pick up the phone i think this is an episode that you could probably re-listen to in like three months yeah just as a reminder again this is a tool this podcast is a tool the community is a tool and the field trip is a tool tomorrow which is going to be a fun tool uh so please hang out with us some more share this episode tomorrow you have anything else that you want to add for this little toolkit that we've created for them No, I think that's all I have today. But if you, you know, if you want to reach out to us, you know, maybe you have your own tools. I was just going to say, maybe they have their own, like maybe they have something they want to add to this toolkit. Will you send it in so we can add it to the toolkit? Yes, please. Please, please, please. (laughs) Please, please. Oh my goodness. Uh, Tamar, it's been delightful talking about the sobriety toolkit. Thanks for hanging out with me. Such a great time, Lane. We'll see you next time. Don't forget to make sure you join the community right now. It's $39 for the Your Sober Now What program. Weekly coaching sessions, special practices. Get in before we change the price.